0: What's going on, bro? How you doing?
1: I'm doing good. I mean, I was doing good until I watched the movie. <laughs>
0: no. The movie really ruined the vibes for me.
1: It. I mean, I just a movie that's able to make you feel
0: so many things
1: stressed along with um, you know, along with uh, the characters in the movie. Astounding. But yeah, this has been going on much. I mean, I've been looking forward to watching this movie because oh god, it's such a good movie. You've been hyping it up, bro. Actors in this movie is incredible. Star Starcast, Star Everything. Where have you been? What have you been up to?
2: Doing
0: good. This is a banger of a movie, I would say. Banger? Is it a certified banger? Uh we'll have to see. So what's up guys? Welcome to the Dude Creeks Podcast a podcast in which both of us sit down each week and watch movies of varying genres and then sit down and talk about them, possibly inspiring you to watch the movies we recommend.
1: Uh, We start every episode with a spoiler-free review and a rating for those who have not seen the film, and after you listen to us and decide to watch it, (laughs) uh, you can come back the second half and get our in-depth thoughts and reactions. This week, we watched The Departed, written by William Mohannan and Alec Mack, by Martin Scorsese. Uh, an undercover cop and a mole in the police department attempt to identify each other while infiltrating an Irish gang in South Boston.
0: Its Rotten Tomato score is 90%, with an audience score of 94%. It won the Academy Award for Best Picture, as well as Best Writing for an Adapted Screenplay and Best Directing. For Martin Scorsese, as well as best editing. So, if we're just going to hop into it. Uh, Jack has been hyping up this movie the past because it's weeks. brilliant.
1: I mean, was I wrong? Was I wrong to hype it up? Was it no? Not? And it
0: is, it is nothing what I was expecting, but uh, I mean. Man. First of
1: all, we addressed this earlier, but how many how many movie movies have we watched now? We watched this is our
0: fourth on the pod.
1: I've only watched four on movies ever. Three, yeah, ever. This is, this is our fourth movie to watch, but three of the four movies that we have watched so far um, have had Leo in them. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like we oh, need. No, he's it. he's brilliant. I mean, the man makes good movies. Like, there's no harm in that. Absolutely no harm in the fact that Leo just pumps out some absolute bangers. I, there's so much that I want to talk about, but we're in the spoiler-free section, so everything in your notes that wouldn't spoil anything.
0: Yeah. So I just want to talk about uh, the editing, and I can see why it won an an editing Academy Award. Uh, the there were so many cuts in the entire movie. And like I loved it. Like it was, it was a two and a half hour movie, and it felt like until about two thirds of the way through, you were watching two different movies. They were they were obviously connected, but like the way it cut between both characters, cut between everybody. But it it cut between Colin, played by Matt Damon, and uh, Bill. They they called him Bill most of the time, played by uh, Leo, and. Like it, it was, it, it was, it's a two and a half hour movie, like I said, but it feels so fast paced, especially in the beginning, because you're constantly switching between viewpoints. Yeah.
1: You're following two different stories that
0: are linked together in the same story, linked together by two people. That was another thing on my notes. The two characters that, that link Colin and Bill are Madeline and uh, Costello. Yeah. Which it's is in two completely I mean, different ways. Jack Nicholson, who plays Costello. Dude, how does he, how does he, like, I haven't seen, I'm going to be honest, I haven't seen a ton of Jack Nicholson movies, but oh, he plays, how does he play just a insane person so well? I mean, dude, literally
1: what comes to mind is The Shining. Yeah, that's Batman. what I was going to bring up. Batman and this movie and there's just crazy people I forgot he's, he, he played the like Joker it. yeah dude he was one of the greatest Jokers and he, he was brilliant in that he just, he's good at playing crazies man yeah. he could, I, he's so intimidating he has a very it, it intimidating
0: was, face it, it was also crazy because this film took place over the course I mean it started probably 20-ish years in the past from when the movie takes place. And then I'd say it's about two or three years once we get into the present. Right. Yeah. At least at least one, I think it was one or one and a half, one or one to two. But, I mean,
1: because he, he could, he gets a, a very high spot in the police department and that
0: doesn't yeah.
2: happen overnight. So I'm sure yeah. it was a few years,
0: but, um, like the way he portrayed the, um, uh, Costello's diminishing mental state over the course of years is really impressive.
2: Yeah. I mean, first of all, any movie with, you know, I, I, this was a video
1: game, but Red Dead Redemption um, two great game, but the storyline is a lot like this one where you just get to see all these characters slowly, unravel and unfold over the stress of what they're doing and the presentation i think you can either go really really right or really really wrong and with this movie it just went so right where you're sitting there and you feel the stress you feel anxious for those people like um oh what is why is his name escaping me who did what was matt damon's character's name yeah, he throughout the movie, like he's bad. You don't like him, you don't want him to win. But at the same time, I'm like, I do hope there is like, I'm feeling the stress for him. So it's like, I'm wanting him to find a way out. Yeah, but it's, I, it's I still absolutely hate interest. him
0: though.
1: But yeah, I was, I was, I thought it was out the way they
0: did. So, I know of at least two movies. I'm not from Boston, and I can't speak on everything about Boston. But um, <laughs> in Good Will Hunting, they talk about Southie too, which is like the rough part of Boston. And I thought it was it was interesting how um, Colin I don't he didn't come from Southie. He came from a, a more well off uh, neighborhood in the city, and he ended up being the the rat. Whereas, um, Bill's character, he came, he had a background in Southie, but he was the good character. When Dignam and, um, Quinnen, is that Martin Sheen's character? Quinn? Yeah, I think so. Where, like, when they're interviewing Bill in the beginning, they call him like a Southie rat and all this stuff and basically call him poor and they can't trust him or whatever. And I thought it was interesting that that dynamic between the police outlook on Southie and who, where the good and the bad characters come from.
2: Yeah, I mean it. it I do. Um, I do enjoy. Uh, I'm. I'm trying to think of things. Okay,
1: this isn't a spoiler. Uh, Costello and his uh, wife or whatever she was, there's a uh, scene um, where they're talking and he's on the phone with the police rat and he says something and it's like, if if so-and-so catches a whiff of my ass, he'll come sniffing. And then he hangs up the phone and his wife goes, or he looks at his wife and he goes, hey, I'm getting a hard on. And she goes, are you sure it's me? Or was it all that talk about sniffing people's ass? And in an instant, he goes from like messing with his wife. He looks at her and he goes, you watch your fucking mouth. And like actually like jumps at her. Like, you know, he 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 gets onto her. That like kind of depiction of Costello, because you see him at, at, work and he's a bad guy but you see him do that to his wife and you realize what a bad guy this actually is where you don't talk back or refuse or say something that he's offended by and that just goes back to how um well jack nicholson plays just a psychotic person absolutely i agree with you It's just like characters like Costello, he's to me, he's lovable or he's such a bad person. But it's also like the way he goes about things. It's like you're not going to tell him that he can't do something because then he's going to do it. Yeah. Even if he does it in a terrible, awful way that I would never
2: dream of. he, He just he's a doer.
0: Uh, we get a we get a title call out early in the film uh, at somebody's funeral. I don't, I'm not really sure who's, who whose funeral it was, but the uh, the priest says, uh, "Bless the departed." And I was like, "Oh shit!" A call out, and then yeah. then they use it later. Talk, in the in the police force, they say, "We don't want you departed from our mission." But I thought that. Uh, Which actually both of those kind of make sense because they're both characters were departed from the police force and multiple characters end up departed in the death sense. And that's not a spoiler because I didn't say who does. So
1: And I know we talked about we kind of just glanced over what a great cast this is, but I mean uh Jack Nicholson, Mark Wahlberg, um Matt Damon. Leonardo DiCaprio, Alec Baldwin, the dad um, from Blackish—I forgot his name.
0: A very, <laughs> a Black. very young version of himself. Hold on, I gotta get him. You keep talking. I gotta find his name. Uh, Martin Sheen, dude. Ma- like, hold on, Martin Sheen. Everybody is one of my favorite actors, and that might be an unpopular opinion because he's older and I'm younger, and that—that's not a thing. But like he's awesome like he gives such granddad vibes and i love him to death and
1: well i never really watched i never really brought like i didn't have a very
0: broad anthony um, anderson it plays anthony anderson plays a cop and he's a i
1: i've only seen him in blackish that's all i've seen him in yeah yeah i didn't have a very wide range of movies that i watched when i was younger so the first time i was ever introduced to martin sheen was as uncle ben in the Amazing Spider Man. Yeah, and
0: I forget he's in that, but he he plays President Bartlett in my favorite show of all time, The West Wing, and he's phenomenal. But
1: there's some show that my mom watches and he plays a, a homosexual Oh um, um
0: it's with Jane Fonda. It's, like, it's on Netflix. Yeah. My mom watches that and my mom's like Man, what a phenomenal actor. That's not Uncle Ben. <laughs> the range, dude. But, uh, yeah, no, when he, when he dies, it'll be a very sad day. Um, I'm ready to get into the spoilers if you are. I feel like both of us have a lot we want to talk about. Oh, I'm so ready. All right, guys, we're going to take a break and then hop into the spoiler review. And we're back.
2: And we're
1: back. That was kind of my – that was my radio voice right there. And we're back. We were we, hot. 104.79, critics. Dude, critics, not Kvon. No, isn't that
0: Kvon? I don't know, whatever, it doesn't matter.
2: Oh, all right, I feel dude. Like you have a I lot mean, of stuff
0: you need to get off your chest. So, I'm just gonna this is your you pick this one, so I'm just gonna let you go. The movie, the way it makes me feel, man,
2: it it's so like,
1: all right, I, I. I I could sit here and you know just tell you that the movie makes me feel crazy uh, all the live long day, but I feel like I'll get into certain scenes. Um, first of all, watching Bill Leonardo DiCaprio, watching Leo's character uh, the first time he goes to the um, the therapist uh, or the shrink—is that what she's called? Yeah, um, he like. His acting, brilliant. His character, being there and really realizing the severity of his situation. I mean, it, it makes you feel as if you're there. I was getting anxious watching him in that room explaining like what all he's going through. Yeah. He's not himself, you know, because there's a lot of stuff towards the end that I could talk about. But I feel like I'll try to address a lot of the stuff uh, towards the beginning and the the middle before I just jump right to the end. But I mean, that that scene is just it's so powerful. I feel like it feels like it's just a little, you know, this is where uh, two characters meet, but it's not just the introduction of those two it is it is actually getting, you know, to see what he's going through. Cause up until that point, it's just like, okay, he's undercover. No one knows. But then I think it's the no way out that kind of, yeah, that got me too. That stressed me the fuck out. It's like, you think about the fact that like, even if Costello, like really the only like, true way out for bill is if costello dies because if he gets put behind bars he finds out bill is the rat and he 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 kills it he has him killed like he's got all this power all this influence he's gonna have him killed yeah without a doubt so there's no way it's almost like what's the point there's no way out i'm gonna finish this job get my money and then just go into hiding
0: and Habit. see, there, it's, it's no way out on both sides because, I mean, Colin's dealing with the same stuff just from the opposite spectrum.
1: Well, I think they did this on purpose. They gave Colin a love interest because it's like you, you, you start thinking about everything that he has to lose because Bill, all Bill has to lose is his, his own life. You know that's all that's at stake, but you give Colin this hateable character, just someone that you're like, fucking kill this fool. I want him dead. Then you care about Madeline. You give him this person that really cares about him, that he cares about her. He's happy when he's with her. It's like, man, when he's not being a piece of shit, he's a good guy, and he's he's kind to her. And now they're in love. It's like, well, now I kind of want him to find a way out, even though. I don't. Cuz I mean if he gets found out he goes to jail, he doesn't die, you know. Yeah. But there was a there was it, it was I think that was their way of balancing out um how we felt about Colin and how we felt about Bill cuz that was for sure more stressed for Bill because like he gets found out, he's not going to jail, he's going to die. And Colin, he gets found out. He'll he'll go to jail, and uh, that'll be that until until the end of the movie when Mark pays him a visit.
0: Thank God for that, dude.
1: So hard. I completely didn't... forgot
0: about about Dignum until the very end. I was like, hell yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I just I love how he came back. I wonder because I didn't know how he found out. I don't know if like. Like he found the tapes, or they were sent to him, bet,
0: or he I bet bill sent him to sent them to him or something, yeah, he did he told um
2: the dad from blackish to uh, the he was
1: like, where like where's uh, where's he at? I told you to call him and or I told you to bring him because he wanted him there too. so I guess he maybe he told him. What was going down, like what the deal was,
2: but dude, he got a bullet to the face, and I was
0: stoked. Colin and all, yeah, yeah, Colin got absolutely railed. I thought he was gonna redeem himself at the end, and he, he didn't at all.
2: Yeah, I just that
1: scene was so hard because, like. He didn't even say a word. He said, oh, come on. <laughs> and he just he shot He standing there. He just goes, okay, come on. And he just blows his head off and then leaves. And it was so clean. It was a suppressor, his shoes and everything. Everything was covered up. He had gone there to commit a murder that the cops wouldn't find out about.
0: Yeah, not not they would find out about the murder, but they wouldn't find out who did it. They'd probably just link and, it to somebody in Costello's mafia gang. Yeah, which I mean, he was the the officer who shot Costello. Dude, so organized crime is crazy. I, like, like I don't know. I don't know where I was going with this thought,
2: but like, no, it stresses me the hell out.
1: Like thinking about being involved with that. I think it starts off every time. What I like about this movie is every movie with like organized crime, it's like ah darn you know bad ending for him but he shouldn't have done this like wolf of wall street you're like ah well he shouldn't have done this uh made in america or american made um with tom cruise you know it's like well he shouldn't have done this like this you're seeing this great luxurious life lifestyle um where it's like there's just organized crime going on and there's so much money and, and so much partying and wealth. But with this movie, it's like you don't see you only see the bad side of the organized crime. Yeah. You don't ever see the the luxurious items or uh anything like that. And I think that's why I love movies like this so much. Because it's just raw where they don't they don't give a shit about your emotions. They're like whatever i don't care i know you like this character but they're gonna die i know you dislike this character but stuff's gonna work out for him you know yeah no i I get that i mean hats off to martin scorsese because
0: i I watched this and was blown away no, I, th- I don't have a lot of notes because it was just so many cuts and I, I wanted to pay attention. So I, I, th- I need to watch it again at some point. So if you, you can kind of lead the conversation if you want because you've seen it more than I have. Yeah. Now, let's talk about
2: your emotions while...
1: Um, well, okay, so when uh, the building scene... Where, um, or Bill is running away, and the chief is in the building trying to, you know, figure it out, and and let Bill get away and not get pinned as the informant. Because I didn't think one time, oh, he's gonna
0: die. Yeah, no, I I didn't think that. I was gonna, I was, I was so close to snapchatting and being like, bro, if Martin Sheen dies, I'm gonna lose my shit. Literally, like, I, I, the first time I watched
1: the movie, I was like, okay, good. Bill got away. Now he's going to show up and they're going to interrogate the chief and try to figure out what he's doing there or whatever. But Bill's walking back and the body just drops in front of him. He
0: was, his, he was really the only guy that supported him, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. I
1: mean, I, that, that was the most stressful part because he dies. And you're like okay. He's the only one, other than you know, one other person who knows that. But Quinn actually,
0: under- I feel like Quinn actually felt for him, and like cared about him. You know, yeah. Like Dignam just he would, he just wanted him. He was just using him for a job. Yeah, thought it was kind of um,
2: well. I, I, you know, because. um
1: I felt like they they kind of had a mother and father type relationship, or one was kind of the the mother like it's it'll be okay, you're gonna get out of this, and then you know Mark yeah. Wahlberg is like straighten up, you're doing like you can't lose your cool if you lose your cool, you will die, and I don't want you to die, yeah, I can see that' i like I like to believe that he was avenging
0: both deaths, you know they, sorry to like, I'm talking about the West Wing again, but uh when they show up on Quinnen and he's like, Any of you any of you guys got a LIDA? I was like, bro, that's President Barlett. <laughs> like, that's straight <laughs> that's straight from that show, dude. Like that happens multiple times. I was like, holy shit. And then he dies, I'm like, bro, President Barlett just fell off a building. <laughs> the president. But uh Yeah, no, know that that death hit me harder than anybody. Uh yeah, that did that. That death uh, hit me harder than anybody, just because he he gives off such loving grandpa vibes.
1: I mean, Colin's death hit me really hard. Just or not, Colin. Fucking. I was about to be like, bro, uh, what? Bill. Yeah, uh, no, no I, Bill. I'd, is,
0: I'd Bill's is bad too, just because of how sudden it is.
1: I mean, it was just because he had been undercover, stressed out for so long and he finally gets this moment of calm where it's like Costello's dead no one knows that I was the rat and i i i can get out i can go away i can i can go build a home build a life for myself and he just had to try and take down Colin like i mean he's a better man than i am because I would have taken the money and I would have walked away. I'd have been like, "Whatever, I'm out." After all these years, yeah, that's what frustrated
0: me the most is like he was done, and he, yeah, he was like, "No, I gotta get this, I gotta get this bastard." And
1: I was like, "Dude, he was a he was a great cop." Yeah, I mean, even after he he said
0: he he wasn't a cop anymore.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, the guy was. I mean, he was literally Colin was walking out with his money and he left. Like just take the money and go home. That's all you have to do. And he wouldn't do it cuz I've seen this movie before so it's it's kind of like watching Mufasa <laughs> hang off the edge of the cliff. It's like come on Scar just lift him up. Lift him up. Yeah. But you're just like, man, don't do it. Just take the money and leave. It worked out for him. It's gonna work out for you, but he just, he's just—he's a good cop, and you know he—he he, he does his duty. He—he he stops, tries to stop him,
0: but. Hey, what I thought was funny is um, Madeline wakes up calling, and she and he goes, "Oh, I had a dream. I thought I was dying." And she, and she goes, death is easy. Death is hard. Life is so much easier. And I was like, I feel like that's foreshadowing. And they like that's fat cap. And then they just she drops the news she's Prego. And then yeah, that's when you know shit was gonna go down. And then Everybody dies. Let me ask you this.
2: Okay. Did you have a moment?
1: at the end of the film, after the funeral, where you thought, son of a bitch, this is actually going to work out for Colin?
0: Oh, yeah. Or did you think something was going to happen? Well, I didn't think it was going to work out perfectly because obviously he's like he's talking to Madeline and he's like, what about the baby? And she just kind of leaves him, which
2: props to her for.
0: Props to her for.
2: Well,
1: she knows damn well. Because I always thought that Madeline told... Uh I why does his name keep escaping me? Mark Wahlberg. I'm just gonna call him Mark. It was it was <laughs> it was Dignum. But I like that's why because I always got the impression because Madeline had to have known that a hundred percent Colin was involved in Bill's death. Yeah. Like that story was bullshit. She knew he was the rat, and she was like, There's no way in hell that Colin didn't just kill him.
2: She didn't, but I would have assumed that.
0: No, yeah, yeah, same. I mean, if if I found out my boo is working for <laughs> a notorious uh, gang leader, murderer, I'd be like, yeah, he's probably off that fool.
1: You want to know why I could never be uh, a gang leader? <laughs> why? It was. It's. There's a scene at the very beginning of the of uh, the movie. Um, where uh, Costello is executing like two people, and uh, the girl—oh, major voice, Gregor there—but the girl he is uh, executing was super hot, and I couldn't do that.
2: Wait, what are you you
1: talking about? Do you remember at the very beginning of the movie, there's a scene where Costello is talking about people, and he goes, he goes, uh, he's talking to a kid version of Colin and he's like there was some uh you know there's people you gotta silence them and then it cuts to him executing like a couple on the beach oh yeah shooting the execution style the girl was like begging and like crying I'm like I could never yeah like never ever because you can always you know imagine yourself being the the good guy and like killing bad guys like oh yeah if there was a group of There was a group of ruffians picking on a a damsel in distress. I'll kill them. But like, then, then you know, you play GTA Five. It's like, oh, whatever. I'll just kill a bunch of other gangsters. But then you see Costello murdering, like, I mean, innocent people. That it
0: seemed like they probably just owed him money or something.
1: Yeah, just something like minuscule that he just executed them for. I'm like, oh man, this guy is an actual psychopath. Mm -hmm. He doesn't feel anything
0: i talking about murdering people. Um French. The Costello asks asks him about his wife. And then it just cuts to a clip of French strangling his wife. And then it cuts back. And I'm like, what? And that's never elaborated on again. It just showed that I guess he was a killer. Okay. I didn't catch um. I didn't
1: catch anything about this. Maybe you caught something, but I've watched this movie twice now and I still don't get it. Why did the the dude that died not tell anyone that Bill was a rat? Dude that died. You remember the the gangster oh. who got shot in the chest during the shootout?
0: They said he I was said, undercover cop, but then like I feel like it's a uh, what's the what's the word? Um
1: well, Costello said that it was. They were just saying that he was a cop. Yeah, but we so knew, like, we knew
0: how his mental state was and how paranoid he was.
2: But there was also only one cop in the unit because, like, yeah. there
1: was there was there was only one file, and it was for Bill. I don't know why. But I don't
0: know. I don't, why I don't why know why. Why that guy
1: didn't. Yeah, which I love. I mean, that scene, it was so tense because Bill reaches for his gun, like ready to kill every single person in that room. Just out of pure fear, because he he thinks that, you know, he's about to get ratted out. So he's ready to just pull a gun and kill everyone in there. But he stops him. He's like, tell me why I didn't tell anyone. And he dies. So I don't know why I
0: didn't tell. I didn't know if you caught something. And maybe I didn't. I was, I was wondering about that too. And then the news says that he was an undercover cop. But then, what do they yeah, say? What do they say about where they buried his body? I was using the restroom, t- and I kind of missed that part. It, it
1: was just showing how, uh, I think it was showing how twisted um, Costello is, and how he doesn't really care about anybody because. The guy, uh, one of the gangsters was like, man, I dragged his body all night long, took him all the way out to the marsh and I, I, I trudged through mud. How did they find him so quick? And Costello like stands up and he goes, if I tell you to put somebody in the marsh, I want you to drop them in the fucking marsh. And he like starts laughing. He goes, don't laugh, don't laugh. And like, kind of gets in his face a little bit. Um, it's like a perfect example of ball busting. Like yeah. he, he, asserting his dominance by telling this guy who dragged a body through the mud all night long to the marsh and absolutely breaking his balls. Like, well, you should have done it better.
0: Yeah, no, I didn't. His... I didn't catch anything. I don't know. I don't know why I didn't yeah. tell. Him. I
1: I don't know if it was just because no one liked Costello, but (laughs) I. Yeah, they might have just
0: all been turning against him at that point, you know? Kind of like Bill says earlier in the movie. Cause Costello's trying to find out who the rat is. And he's like, who, who, when it, and that was a rap, God. He's (laughs) like, which of these guys has been with you the longest and could be the most disgruntled, like with your leadership? And so maybe. Maybe that was evidence of that. I don't know. I didn't catch anything specifically that would have pointed. Well, I mean, that's how I kind of um, interpret it. Maybe
1: I know that you didn't really watch The Walking Dead when Negan was introduced, but Costello is kind of a lot like Negan, where he's, I mean, he's a good leader. He's just a piece of shit. And, you know, people listen to what he says because they're scared of him, but also it's like, I want him dead. I'm not going to take any actions to to kill him or to see his downfall. I'm just going to do what I'm going to do, but if the opportunity arises to save his life, I'm not going to.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. You
1: know what I mean? That was that was kind of the 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 vibe that I got from these guys where you know, there was a few of them who were who were loyal, like his car driver at the end. French? Um yeah, like drove drove literally took a bullet trying to get costello out of there um so hey i think he was loyal but i feel like most of them it was just kind of like i'm not gonna do anything about it but i want to see him go down i'm not gonna prevent him from going down
0: what was the what was the symbolism of that church that they showed in the very beginning and in the very end I don't know, because they made like they made that very blatantly trying to say something, and I, I, I still don't understand. Like, I want to know what that means. I wasn't sure. I well, when I
1: first when we first meet Costello, I thought he was like a Robin Hood. You know what I mean? Because he helped out uh, Colin. I thought he was very much like a Robin Hood character. You know. I steal from the rich and give to the poor. You know, show give give the finger to the to the big guy and help out the little guy. But then you see old Costello, and he's just a
2: piece of shit. Maybe, maybe power corrupted his mind. Yeah, I mean, I I guess because he, he was he was running all of Southie, pretty much. Yeah, I feel like. That much power and everything like that kind of
1: does go to someone's head. It's also, I think he was a genuine uh, sociopath. Because at the end, you know, he, he was like, you would like, and Colin's like, a son? I was like, a son to you? Really? That That's what you're going with? Because, you know, you get the idea that him and Colin are really close until, like, the movie theater scene. He's like, oh, Colin, I love you. By the way, who's my rat? And he's like, well, I don't know yet. He's like, you fucking serious? What's wrong with you, you idiot? And just starts belittling him. And you slowly start to see where it's like, well, he didn't care about Colin at all. He cared about Colin's information and what Colin could offer him. And, And you just see more and more and and of of how much Costello didn't care about Colin until you get to the end and eventually realize that he truly didn't care about him because he had another
2: informant on the inside of the police department. Which is just a great
1: scene to see because it's a giant fuck you to Colin where it's like, man, if you would have <laughs> actually looked for a rat, you probably could have found him, but you were like, well, I'm the rat. So, like, he could have had the perfect out of his life and just forget about Costello and everybody and put this, you know, police rat in jail and everything like that. But he he was too focused on finding uh,
0: the police department's rat. Or Costello's rat, I guess. Was that Colin's dad's funeral at the beginning when he was an altar boy? It might have been.
2: That's And that's that why, he, why he got with Costello. Did Costello kill his dad? Because he's like, was it a closed casket funeral? Oh, geez. I didn't even think about that.
1: Or he might have killed his dad just because he liked Colin. Were I
0: mean, tell two, me right Colin, now, that's not something Costello would do. Were Colin's parents still alive?
2: I don't know. He was in that little diner
0: alone. Dude, were those two people Costello killed? Colin's parents?
2: Oh, there's no
0: way. Hold on, bro. Dude, I was about to search the same thing. The it moves, <laughs> so, it moves so fast. Like I
1: uh, Yeah, you, you miss things. It doesn't do a lot of explaining rather than showing. It goes perfectly back to the
2: the strangling wife scene.
0: It's a it's a it's a very it's a it's a tell not show movie. You know? No, it's a it's a, a show. Really, it's a show not tell. Like it shows you, really you everything and you have, really have to really kind of worry. figure it out.
2: You can't look away for a second in this movie. If you look away, you're going to miss something. I'm trying to find... um, Your parents... don't care about his relationship with Madeline. I already know all that. Death personality. I don't see anything. That's my
1: headcanon, though. I'm going with it, because <laughs> that's that's kind of hard.
2: I would... Were his parents involved with okay, this says, Costello?
0: This says when Colin Sullivan was 14 in a bar in South Boston, he met the boss mobster, Frank Costello who was also a friend of his father. He took Sullivan under his wing, making the paternal figure that Sullivan has lost until then. Costello told Sullivan that if he wanted to earn some money, he could work for him. So Colin worked as a car mechanic for Costello, along with some guys. Sullivan will follow the speeches and ideas sent to him by Costello encouraging him later to join the police academy, working for, it, for him as an informant. So, no. They were, his dad and Costello were friends. Mm. But I mean that could still like knowing the character of Frank Costello, he could have easily killed him.
2: Yeah, but like, I mean I want Bill, that I
0: want that to be my headcanon, dude.
2: Bill was his most trusted associate
1: and he he was ready to kill Bill if he was the rat, you know? that's yeah that's the thing i want
0: dude i want i'm i'm that's
1: that's my head i'm sticking with it man he's just murdered because like what you don't ever see his parents you don't ever hear anything about his family because after that first scene if if costello and his dad were such good friends then why the hell do you not hear about him one more time in the rest of the entire movie yeah this Costello is a man who plays on your emotions in order to get what he wants. So it's like, would you, he, 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 there's no way he wouldn't drop that. Would your father be very proud of what you're doing? You know, like trying to get trying to get information. It's like your father would have gotten it for me. I think I'm I'm going with it. I don't care if that's what was intended. I'm sticking with it.
0: That makes His mom. Was that, that makes the movie so much deeper. Yeah, the fact that Costello killed his parents. He lives with his grandma. So, that, I mean, you could like, his mom might not be a great person, but I'm going with that. Both his parents died, and that's why he's living with his grandma.
1: Yeah, I'm going with the fact that Costello killed both his parents, and they were the people in the movie. Dude. But someone who's, like, seen the
0: movie, they're going to, they might be like,
1: no, dude, those people are this. You stupid fucking dumbass! Yeah, it could well, very
0: easily not be anybody, and it's just showing how ruthless Costello is. But we we're a big fan of fan theories around here. Like how how why how many other
1: pointless scenes did we see in this movie? Not a lot. Everything has it a purpose. Jam packed, two and a half hours long. Why would they just throw in a random ass scene?
0: I feel like I feel it's like I need like to watch it again. I I feel like Scorsese is a lot different from Tarantino that we watched last week. Like Tarantino's, like I got an idea, I got an idea for a badass scene, and so he puts it in. But I feel like Scorsese, at least in this movie, it's so fast paced and didn't really tell you anything. You just have to kind of see it and figure everything out.
1: And it feels so, like
0: he took a four hour story and tried. To it is. It all I mean, it's two completely hour. different stories, told simultaneously in two and a half hours. And I feel like everything he's... Sh- every cut has a purpose. Yeah. Both linked through the same person. Dude, the camera work... On two people. ...is insane in this movie. Like, I love every every pan, every close-up. Like, every shot is awesome. Like, that's very... That's a very shallow analysis <laughs> of the camera work in this movie. Like the camera yeah. work is awesome. But like seriously, like in the first five minutes it stood out to me, I was like, dude, this like is really cool how they're shooting the movie. So
1: let's get into um Jack Nicholson's improvised scene. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I do not. Okay, so do you remember the bar scene which, where Jack which Nicholson one? takes out a he takes out a gun and points it at Bill's face. Yeah. In the script, Jack Nicholson was not supposed to have a gun. Costello was not supposed to pull out a gun in that scene. And they kept reshooting it and reshooting it and they were like, "Leo, I I, I you're scared, but you are trying to hide it." And so Jack Nicholson went to the prop guy and said, "Give me a gun." And the prop guy was like, "Okay." And Jack Nicholson took a gun. Leo did not know he had it and he just randomly pulled out the gun. So that reaction from Leo is a real reaction to holy shit. What? Who? He has got a gun. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. And that's why it was so raw. And you see like Leo Bill eyeballing the gun like holy shit. What is what's happening here, man?
0: And then 10 years later, this dude would go on to break to cut his hand open and rub it on somebody's face.
1: Yeah, he's 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 the the witnesser of an incredible improvised scene, and then he is the the provider of an incredible improvised scene. And not improvised,
0: just kept it yeah, going.
1: Kept it going. I mean, wiping blood on her face was clearly improvised. I mean, I, I would have freaked out, dude. I. Just on that for a second, I would have punched him in the face. I know we just discussed it last time, but man, I would have been so mad if he would have rubbed his blood all over my face. But back to this movie. Yeah. That scene. So just like taking away, you know, the behind the scenes factor of it, which is okay. He did. He, he just got a gun from the props guy and scared the shit out of Leo. The grat like the, the, Intensity of like, he could just kill him and not feel anything. He could just be like, "I have a sus- I, I have a suspicion that you're the rat, so I'm gonna kill you."
2: Yeah, no. In and that then same
0: scene, over- didn't he say that like the old me would just kill everybody who works for me? Yeah, hard. He as said that what
1: I what I would have done is I would have just killed everyone and then moved on. And I'm like, dude, that's fucking crazy. Just which I, I also think that that it's kind of getting to a point for Costello where you look back at the past and it's like, okay, thing certain things fly. I can get away with anything, you know? And then different policemen start joining the force. Other policemen start worrying about themselves. So you can't really can't really buy them off. And it becomes more of like, well, we're done taken his shit if none of us listen to him and if none of us are on his payroll and we can all just team up on him and take him down and then we don't have to worry about anything because for a guy like Costello it always kind of bothered me that he only had two rats on the inside of the unit like two guys I feel like a guy as powerful and as rich as Costello would have the entire police force bought off and it it, it kind of makes me wonder if it was, one time it was the state was,
0: police, though it wasn't Boston police.
1: Like that was the way things were at one point, and then kind of changed.
0: It, like he's an aging mob boss.
1: Yeah, where it's like, dude, I'm making another call back to Red Dead Redemption Two. As the times change, it's like we don't want outlaws anymore. You know, they were running around when Arthur Morgan was a child. And outlaws were just a part of things. It was like, yeah, there are outlaws, but once they leave the town, not really much we can do. And you know it was just how things were. And it, there was there was a a gang, uh, there was a mob boss or whatever, or a gang leader, whatever you want to call him, and he pays us money, and we don't get involved in his matters. And that's just the way things are. But then new cops come and times change. And I think, Costello was kind of a part of a dying breed. Yeah. Where he he's he's going down the drain and so is his mental state. Where he's like, I don't I don't necessarily have the, the resources and the ability to just kill everyone on my team and then get all new guys. Like I don't think it would be as easy for him now to cover up that many murders as it would have been in the past. And I think that's why he did it or that's why he didn't do it because he obviously can't say like he can't show weakness and explain to bill that, well, I I can't because I don't have the power that I used to have. I think, I think towards the end he was kind of a pretender where he saw things unfolding and
0: which caused him to unfold further.
1: That's why he was, I mean, he was going to kill Colin, first of all. How the fuck did he miss? <laughs> he missed, was Twice. It? Yeah, it was twice. He had, it, he had the jump on him. He had it perfectly hidden in his, like, jacket where his sleeve was hanging off. And he missed. And then gets shot, like, 80 times by Colin, falls over, and then misses again. And then Colin shoots him, like, empties the clip on him. And I was like, dude, (laughs) you missed
2: both opportunities. You kind of suck. No wonder you had to pay people to kill for you.
0: He was 70.
2: That's no excuse. Arnold Schwarzenegger is 70, and he still gets around just fine.
0: That's true. Hey, can we take a quick break?
2: Quick break. Let's do it. When would you say the climax is? When he shoots, when Colin shoots Costello. Hold on. You know what we never get to see? Hmm. What Bill gave to Madeline. Wasn't it the
0: tape? No, that was separate. He he mailed that to Colin. What the hell? He did because he didn't get the. He said uh, Costello's lawyers approached Bill, and so he didn't. He he didn't get the tapes till later. So, what was in the envelope that he gave Madeline?
2: I don't know. I never really—I never realized that. I always thought it was the tape. Do you ever think? Do you okay? Did did Bill and Madeline have sex ever? Yeah, they—they they showed it. That's what I thought. You think that Bill was the father?
1: Is that timeline yeah. add up?
0: It might. Was that
2: was that why she was so distraught? Because she was torn up about Bill's death. Maybe that's what was in the envelope.
1: <laughs>
0: or she wouldn't. She wouldn't. Dude, hold on, bro. In the begin, <laughs> in the beginning, she goes, "Are you still?" Ups-? She's talking to Colin. Sorry. And she goes. Guys get too upset about it. It's not that big of a deal. It's more common than you think. And so that means he had a problem finishing. <laughs> and so that baby could very
1: well be Bill's. Hey, guess what? My headcanon is, uh, it's Bill's kid. It's Bill's kid. I don't care. You don't, if you don't outright tell me something, I'm going to make up my own shit.
0: Like That's why guilty. would they why would they include that he didn't finish that I think that goes back to you know, wondering that like why is why
1: is that scene where they're killing two random people who are a woman and a man?
0: I'm trying to figure out if that timeline matches up, dude
1: because they have sex, and then it would be I mean, she could find out two months later
0: she had an ultrasound though. So, how long in a pregnancy before you before you get an sound? Is it three months? Um, it shows me, how much I'm, I know,
2: my, dude. I don't know. I haven't. I've never had a kid. Uh... I'm going to get an
1: ultrasound in their 18 to 20 trimester. weeks. Yeah. So
0: how many months is that?
1: 18
0: it to 20? Is... No. Five. Four. Five months. I think that works out, dude.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's no way all of that happened
1: in Holy over shit. five months. <laughs> dude, son of a bitch. I'm going with it. I'm going with it. Wow. But, like, I
2: would. What if that is that why she couldn't be friends with him? Friends with who? Remember the scene
1: when Madeline goes up to Bill and she's like, I can't be your friend? And he's like, Yeah, I know. And then he shows up and he says, No, no, it's not about that. He has something to tell him,
0: which it could just be that she's pregnant.
1: Well, but, like, remember when he shows up in the hallway and she says, like, she, like, goes to walk away, but he says, no, 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 it's not about that. But we don't hear what he's talking about. Is he talking about the baby? He's like, no, no, I'm not here to talk about that. she No, he says, no,
0: he goes, he goes, I'm not here for that. I think he's talking about sex. Oh. Like, he's not there to hook up with her is how I interpreted that. But then she she starts to tell him something. He goes, "Hold on, think about it. Tell me in two weeks." Like,
2: what if she was gonna say, "I'm pregnant and I think it's yours"?
0: I feel like she definitely would have told him that straight away.
1: But also, like, she is. This is a woman who is attempting to build a relationship with Colin, and. I mean, I wouldn't want to admit to someone else that it could possibly be their child if I wasn't a hundred percent sure. So it's like, I, I would, I would hold out probably. You know, if he was like, think about it, tell me in two weeks or or whatever, I'd be like, okay, I can wait that long. You know, I've got four months before this child is born. I can wait two That's... weeks on a life changing decision because
2: if it's bills, then. You know, I, I I can assume that Bill would want to be involved. I think so. Damn. Man, that's kind of crazy.
1: I The, the shit we come up with, man, I didn't even think about that.
2: That's kind of, I mean, look. F- fucking uh, Martin Scorsese could call me and say,
1: hey, uh, that's not true. And I'd be like. I don't care. It's true to me. I don't care what you say because I believe that uh, Costello killed. Hold on. I'll say it. I'll say it like uh, like Colin does. Costello. I was like British. Costello. I don't even know how to say it. But I believe that Costello killed Colin's parents. And I believe that uh, Madeline's baby is Bill's
2: it's my head yeah
0: yeah no listen to this it says they never revealed who the father is so you can take a guess my theory is that it was costigan since she didn't know the real situation i think she was just going to stay with sullivan and raise the baby as his he was stable and secure so she thought later when she finds out the real truth you can see she's clearly distraught at the funeral she walks away from sullivan like the baby is no longer a concern of his
2: Oh, dude, he says, what about the baby? And she doesn't say anything because it's like, it's not your business. Dude. Wow. I feel like Madeline. Like. She would have known he was the 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 rat
1: and everything, and she's mad at him. But like, I, I feel like she's the type of person to be like at least inform him on his child and everything and like how things are going. Cause she doesn't know the extent of it. She just knows that he was in contact with Costello
0: and didn't tell her. Dude, hold on. Infertility is actually a theme in this movie. So it says, uh, there's a scene where Gwen, who's Frank's wife is in their apartment reading, getting pregnant, suggesting that she's having trouble doing so perhaps because of Frank's infertility. And then toward the end, there's a somewhat forced exchange between Frank and Colin, where Colin implies that Frank couldn't produce children. So Costello goes, "I know you, Colin. I know I like. I know I never give you up. You're like Colin, a son to you. Is that what it is about? All that murdering and fucking, and no sons. What are you shooting blanks?"
1: Oh, and then he tried to show him that he was not, in fact, shooting blanks,
0: and he fucking missed. Wow, dumbass. Yeah, all right. So you heard it here, folks. The baby is Billy's or Bill's. Billy. And uh Costello murdered Colin's parents.
2: Yeah,
1: that's what we're going with. And whether or not you choose to uh um accept it, I could care I couldn't care less. Almost said all I right, could so care less, but that's not how the saying
2: goes.
0: It's that time of the show. What are three things you liked? And what did you not like
1: mm. um, man, three things I liked, three things I didn't like. all right, three things I liked, um the intensity uh from one, just how intense every scene was, I mean, both. Mark or both uh, Matt Damon and Leonardo DiCaprio look like they were about to break down in every single scene that they were in. Um, absolutely fantastic portrayal of the characters and
0: and uh the 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 acting in general. So hold um, on, sorry. I just I found something else confirming that the baby is Bill's. Oh, it confirms that the baby is Bill's? Not, I mean, it just adds to the evidence we've collected. Oh. So when she's listening to the tape that Bill sent to Colin, she
2: storms near the room and she goes, and I thought I was the liar. Oh, shit. Yeah. She lied to him about it being his baby. Yeah. Okay. Sorry to interrupt you,
0: but. No, it's fine. That is important information wow okay well three things i liked i i liked the the editing um i really liked the uh, cinematography as well um just every shot has a purpose in that in this film i feel like and yeah. um just the dichotomy of the two main uh protagonists and How they're so close to interacting the entire film until they finally converge in the end.
1: Yeah. uh, The other two things I liked about the movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry, my bad. I was reading reading about some Um, Jersey Shore stuff.
1: uh, 100% the acting. I mean, the, the cast
2: in general. Absolute just blowout cast. It was brilliant. Um, I think I want to wrap, wrap all three into one bow, which is
1: the ability to make me feel exactly what the characters are feeling, you know? Because when we're watching Django Unchained, it's like, this is badass. I'm just having fun watching Django kill people and blow blow shit up. But with this movie, I am invested in these characters because i feel like i am these characters where i may hate uh colin but i feel like i want him to get out because i would want to get out so their ability to do that uh is is brilliant and i love that about the movie
2: and the three things i disliked um And there was not a whole lot that I disliked about this movie.
0: I, I was gonna say the same thing. I didn't really dislike anything either. Like
1: that's that's it wasn't anything that I was like, man, I really wish that was different.
0: Oh, like, maybe Bill dying. I would. Uh, I don't like that. I mean,
1: I don't like it, but I liked that I didn't like it. It wasn't that. Like I said before, I love movies that aren't just like. Here you go. Here's the present with the bow on top, just how you wanted it. Um, you know, because it's acceptable. Django and Shane had that. You know, it was like Django wins, he blows up Candyland and everybody walks away. But with you know, you know, it was a good movie, but like with this movie, I feel like it's on a lot deeper level than Django Unchained, where Django Unchained is a great movie, and I'm not discrediting Quentin Tarantino uh, or anyone else involved in that movie at all. But this movie, I I almost like how, like I said earlier, it doesn't show the luxurious parts of organized crime. It shows all the shitty parts. It's like, hey, you know all those stories that everybody you know walks away scot-free? Like, Jordan Belfort's rich again? So, you know, didn't really learn his lesson there. I mean, he learned his lesson, don't do illegal shit, but he's still rich, so who cares? But uh this is, it's like, no one wins. No one at all won. Like, I guess. I mean, no, I wouldn't consider anyone the winner. Everyone that, that we cared about and hated died. But... I like that. There's a movie that I would uh, compare it to, but uh, I want... Have, okay, hold on. Have you seen The Devil All the Time with Tom Holland? No. Damn it, Brooks.
0: You've told me about it, though. Have you not you, seen you, that you, movie, bro? It's brilliant. You've explained the whole movie to me. Multiple times. It's insane. It's it's
1: very much like holy shit, how many people are going to die? Like I didn't think Colin was going to kill that whoever the other agent dude was who showed up and
2: killed bill but yeah i i liked how i was disappointed cuz so i feel
1: like it it that was the ending that this movie deserved the movie was nothing but just
2: death and despair and if i would have given if i would have been given a happy ending i don't think it would have hit the same You feel me? I feel you. Um, what do you think the
0: overall theme of The the Departed is?
1: Well, I would answer, but overall tradition, um, as we've done so far, uh, is you putting me on the spot and then immediately um, taking over. So go ahead and, and go first. All right, so...
0: I believe the theme of The Departed is um, familial bonds and how different people react to
2: not having a fatherly
0: relationship. And so with Colin, he lost his father and he resorted to organized crime and Frank whereas Bill didn't have a father figure either and he turned to the police academy
2: Yeah, I can I can get behind that. I see. I see that. I mean so fought a paternal I don't know what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Paternal,
0: paternalism is a theme of (laughs) the department. Infertility, and yeah, and fertility. Apparently, all the bad guys are infertile. (laughs) 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 That's what the that's that's
1: what Martin Scorsese was trying to get across. Was hey, don't be a bad guy because you can't have children.
2: I guess (laughs) that's
0: exactly. What is what is your
2: rating? I mean, these uh, these are these are. I think I've clarified this. These are personal
1: ratings, not like a Rotten Tomato. Like, I wonder what everyone else will think of it. So, my personal rating of this movie, um, is, I'm I'm going for the, for the for the big dog. This is a ten out of ten for me. Wow. I, I give this a ten. This is the first ten I have given to a movie. Like I said, it's an opinion. So you don't have to agree, but I think this movie is a 10. Because I, I couldn't tell you three things that I dislike about this movie. Uh so that makes it a 10. What about you? What do you what are you giving uh the departed?
2: You know,
0: I'm kind of going back and
2: forth on it. Um this is rough.
0: I think I'm gonna give it a Four. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Four. <laughs> I think I'm going to give it an 8.8. 8.8. 8. Wow. Yes. And I really enjoyed it. I just think you hyped it up a little bit too much. And so I kind of was like expecting a lot. Which oh, I you're mean, on it, crack. It delivered a lot. No, but hold on, hold on, hold on. You better have a great reason for disrespecting this movie like that. I didn't disrespect it. I gave an what did I give an eight point eight? That's not disrespect. You gave Django and Chain a nine. Yeah, I love that movie. There's nothing wrong with that. A, I I want to hear your reasoning. I'm I'm waiting. Well, dude, you hyped it up and said this is gonna be my first ten. I was like, oh, dude, this movie's gonna be awesome, and it was awesome. I just I don't know. What were you expecting to happen? An explosion?
1: No. You're deep. You're deeper level than that, bro. You
2: gave Django a nine, and it was the cliche movie that we talked about.
0: I don't know. I'm
2: just going. I don't care. You you could give it a four. I respect
1: what you think of the movie, but I just want to know why. And like, even if I did hype it up, like that doesn't change how good the movie is.
0: Like you said, I mean, I'm I'm doing it. Partly on personal enjoyment, personal like partly on uh, just how much I felt that it was it got across the point it wanted to get across. I'm not hating on it; I still loved it. It's probably one of my top ten movies.
2: Well, let's see. what's the overall?
0: What's the average? Uh... Nine point four is our highest dude critic rating so far. Oh, that took that—that took that the place to the
1: um winning spot, wasn't it? Django, I think Django was on Ch- and Unchained, was our.
0: Uh, yeah, I have to. We should start keeping a track of this. Yeah, <laughs> have to go back and listen to each one and figure out what we gave everyone. We, no, nine point four is the highest rated dude critic movie so far out of four episodes, and we're only getting started. Get behind it! I love oh. it. Guys, thank you thank you all for listening. We're really enjoying doing this. Just each of us sitting down and talking about movies every week. So thank you guys for listening. We'll catch y'all next week. If you like the show, please give us a follow on Twitter. And a five star rating on Apple Podcasts or a follow on Spotify and that would really help us out.